0: Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you about another great ESPN podcast, the CJ McCollum Show, where every week, New Orleans Pelican star CJ McCollum discusses names and storylines in and around the NBA with inside perspective you can only get from someone in the locker room and on the floor. That's the CJ McCollum Show. Listen where you are listening to this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the right time. My name is Bomani Jones. Thanks for listening wherever you get this podcast. Rate us, review us, give us five stars. You only give us four stars. I'm inclined to believe you are a hater. It is that time of week we have a guest join us. Coming live from Yahoo Sports, Sirius XM NBA Radio. Podcast coming soon. Vinny Goodwill, what's going on?
1: Let's get into this, Bo. It's, t- it's time for me to talk you off.
0: Well, well, hold on. First, 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 before we get into the NBA and some other stuff and that thing that you're talking about, uh, tell the people the details on your radio show because I want to make sure the folks check it out.
1: Oh, the new podcast.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. New new podcast coming, I believe, Bo, sometime in the next three to four weeks. Uh, the Good Word, it's going to be on Yahoo Sports. It's going to be probably wherever you get this uh on the spotify's on the stitchers on all those other platforms it's going to be me Going to have guests hopefully bomani you can join us Ooh, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean uh going through yeah, the kinks working the kinks out you know theme songs and you know what can i say what can i say stuff <laughs> like that so it'll it's, be our next it's month it's exciting be fun. ain't it it's exciting and it's stressful to hear everybody's feedback yeah we want more of you no we want less of you wait what do you want from me <laughs>
0: Here's what you gonna do. They can do all that talking right now. Ain't none of that talking they do before start matter once you do it. Then they get answers. You know what I'm saying? Like everything's in theory. Then the application comes and we start like Doing the doing the tinker game, you know what I'm saying?
1: They were like, "Can you can you not ask, talk about the cities that you don't like?" I'm like, "What do you mean? This is this is what <laughs> NBA people come for. Uh, they come you... and me talk about New York City rats and how bad Boston is."
0: Oh, you try to be ravishy rig Rude. That's that's what you that's what you try to do. And all you Boston beanheads, come see what a real man looks like.
1: Bo, Boston had a whiteout in game 40 NBA Finals and didn't think twice about it.
0: Yo, we were out last night, we were uh, shooting some game theory stuff. And I don't remember what happened, what the context, whatever it was, but some dude in a Celtics hat and like all the Boston accent said something like demonstrably angry. And uh, somebody I was with was like, is he from Boston? I was like, really? What tips you off? What was like, that's that's the one thing about it is you never have to say, are you from Boston? It might be somebody from the Boston suburbs and you don't recognize that they are from Boston, or maybe they're black, right? Like Howard doesn't necessarily give you Boston, but that's just because we be erasing the black people from Boston. A dude, Dart Adams, who hates my guts, makes that point, and he is correct. He misunderstands how it applies to me, I believe, but he is right about that. We be acting like them black folks in Boston ain't there. It ain't our fault. Them white folks are just dominant. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they, they, they they fill up all the space.
1: Dude, there's a such thing as Black Boston. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you wouldn't have ever thought that this place actually exists until you go there.
0: Yeah, but let me tell you something interesting about Black Boston. A buddy of mine um, who lived there for a while and is not from there is talking to me about Boston. And it was actually like a low-key defense of white Boston. And the point that he was trying to make is that so much of what we attribute to white Boston is racism because they just be so mean. He's like, but you can go take this to a barbershop in uh Roxbury mm-hmm. and hear the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 that's the thing. Like, my man Howard even Howard don't like people. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like, 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 I'd be very curious to know like how if I'm in Houston or I'm in Atlanta, I start sounding more like those places when I'm actually there. I'm afraid to go to actual Boston with Howard. I'm afraid it might be a person that I don't even know. You know what I'm saying?
1: You gonna come up, you gonna come up with a, a Mayor Quimby sort of uh accent one day. No, uh, <laughs> I
0: am less about an accent and more like, damn, why you say that to him? He he ain't mean nothing. Like, what do you mean? Like they so mean to each other They'd be like, yo, what's the problem? Just 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 you know it's just how we talk.
1: They are legit angry people like, you know, there's that thoroughfare that you walk through to get to the garden Mm -hmm. that it's a pretty long street and you walk by a number of people. And if you just hear the conversations they have with each other, you think they'd be ready to fight. You turn around and look, they're smiling and laughing like, wait a minute, man, get away from me. Y'all, y'all be ready to start. Y'all ready to start a war over there.
0: Dog, I told you, I've told this story before. I'm going to tell it again. I don't feel like i'm talking out of turn okay so i went to sloan last year and i did a um, a one-on-one with calvin johnson and so we're leaving and there's some dudes standing outside as we're getting ready to leave and apparently they had seen him on the way in and it's autograph hustlers right like mm-hmm, i didn't realize mm-hmm. how strong this goes with these cats man these people are trying to get these autographs so they then they can go sell them And so the dudes don't want to sign the autographs right like right. if you you know if, if tiny tim came out there on some crutches they're like yeah i got you little homie you know what i'm saying but these grown men with collectible helmets like you got a collectible lions helmet and we're in boston come on man i'm having a hard time believing that you a fan of the team right so he's walking he's a really nice dude and so he's not really saying anything. He's just trying to like go through. He's better than me because I'd have been like, yo, let's put some pep in our steps. You know what I'm saying? Right, All right, right. You've right. you been with me. I, I I, don't have any conversation I don't you move feel brisk. like having. Yeah. You move brisk. I move brisk. Yes. And so the guy finally realizes that the Calvin's not going to sign the autograph. And he's like, ah, oh, Calvin, that's up or something like that, right? Because he waited the whole time, right? And then as Calvin's walking away, he says, I would tell you I hope you have a nice flight, but I don't. I hope your plane f- crashes. <laughs> what? One of the funniest things I've ever heard, because I just couldn't believe that in real life somebody would say that. How do you go from there to there? Like Boston, that quick? Boston, man. Like, as I think about it, I guess other than Chicago, there's no other big city that's that cold. Mmm. And maybe that contributes to the mean. But the thing is, like, you're from Detroit. And I was just up there um, about a month or two ago. I didn't feel like Detroit was mean. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like the Midwest that don't have cities. Maybe that's what it is. Is that if it's going to be that cold. But Chicago, I don't feel like Chicago mean. And, you know, unless they banging. And I guess mean is not necessarily the word. But, but uh, you know, the stakes are rather high.
1: I mean... If someone is banging, it's usually for a reason, right? Like, yeah. Boston's just angry. Like, they just wake up mad about something. And I can't figure out why, because we get the same amount of snow.
0: Yeah, it is break up there, though. Like, I've I've done the first week of January in Boston. I've done mm. the first week of January in Chicago. I prefer to do neither ever again if I can help. Chicago in the summer, I'm all about it. Yep uh boston i'll take your word you know what i'm saying but speaking of detroit so as many of you know who listen to this podcast i am wishing good things for the lions when the lions play football games i would like for them to win when they make the playoffs i would also like for them to win when they make the playoffs, I would like for them to play against Minnesota in that wild card round, because I think that they can beat Minnesota. And then a feel good story ensues and the story will make me feel good. And so, you know, I'm wishing goodwill to people I feel like deserve it. You know what I'm saying? You you are from Detroit. You are a one time Lions fan you you've you've actively tried to dissuade me um from feeling good
1: no i've actively tried to dissuade you from engaging in toxic relationships but see you got out of that you got out of that you got in in, the super bowl run didn't bring you back right that's right why on earth let me put it like this for those who are unaware there are two magical dates in lions history all right January fifth, nineteen ninety two. You wanna know what that date is, bro? I know, I know what that date is. Okay, for those unaware, I'll that is the I'll one and it. only, the one and only playoff win the Detroit Football Lions have given the world. Like, not playoff win in our lifetimes, playoff win in anybody's lifetime. Now they waxed the Cowboys that day, thirty eight to six. Like Eric Kramer had the game of his bleeping life, right? And that was the game where Barry Sanders literally made everybody look stupid. Okay, cool. Two years later, Bo, that playoff game, the next playoff game they had at home wasn't even on TV because they couldn't sell it out. The Sterling Sharp game in the back of the end zone. I had to listen to that game on the damn radio in January, feeling cold, sharp open in the end zone. What you mean open in the end zone? Wide open. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So you know what happened, Bo? On July 27th, 1999, I quit when Barry quit. I quit and I've never been back. And there has not been one single rat ass day where I have regretted quitting. I urge you, I yeah. beg of you.
0: Yeah, that's worth it. Yeah, you did it for me like I did the Hawks. I believe the day was February 24th, 1994, when somebody got the bright idea to trade Neek. And for Danny Manning, who didn't even re sign, which is to say, they gave Neek away. Like they ain't, ain't nobody ever demonstrated a lack of affection or concern for the locals like they did when they traded Neek. But I need you to get where I'm coming from here with the Lions, right? I didn't say I want to become a Lions fan. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna mm-hmm. be out here like wearing Lions t-shirts. I'm not gonna be sporting the Honolulu blue. I'm not going that far with it, right? But at least for right now. I would like to see them have success and I will encourage them to have success, but I'm not going to be like out here getting hurt if they lose because they are, in fact, lions. See, I have now decided what the problem is with you and others of your ilk when it comes to this. It ain't about the Super Bowl. It's about the journey. And this year, the journey it's kind of heartwarming. You know what I'm saying? And I have made the decision that once I start looking at the Lions and being critical, instead of appreciating the good fortune of a feel-good team, then I'm going to get off because I'm obviously starting to get too attached. And I need to back off from that. And I will go to my other piece, the New York Jets. You decided to pick some of the
1: two like hard luck franchises you decide to pick the franchise of the butt fumble and the franchise of the quarterback running in the back of the end zone for five steps before he realized that he was in the back of the end zone i mean this is the franchise you're choosing
0: to say this is the primary and this is the backup no no neither is the primary okay but uh, you got to think about it man what else am i supposed to do it wouldn't be fair to, like, jump on the Chiefs. Uh The Bills obviously wouldn't have me if I decided <laughs> to do that. Uh Maybe I could, like, get on with the Dolphins just a little bit. I like what it is that they got going down there, you know? Like, maybe I could feel good about what's going on there. I've just decided that, like... There is a fun to a certain measure of fandom and doing the job I have requires a certain level of detachment. And after I got off that narcotic, I mean, I can, I'm not, it's like I said before, okay? They don't never tell you about the occasional rock smokers, (laughs) right? Like they, they got you believing that everybody that smoked rock out there on the curb. And that's not true. You work with somebody that smoked rocks. They don't even tell you about it. You know what I mean? Like, like they got to do that with their people from the crib, right? They got, they got, they got to leave from the new neighborhood and go back to the old one in order to engage in such activity. And so, I've taken, I smoked some jet. It was cool, but I got to lie, man. <laughs> I hit that lion after they were favored last week. Woo! Felt good. Felt good. I ain't had none since, though. Like, I ain't been jittery. I ain't been itching for it or nothing like that. I ain't been no ashier than I was before. You feel me? I just, I would just like to be able to feel good about what's going on. Hey, man, Cincinnati Bengals got good.
1: Yeah, they went to two Super Bowls in the 80s.
0: Okay, and what happened after that? You know what I'm saying? Like, the Lions had won a playoff game since the Bengals had. Before last year, you mean? Before last year.
1: <clears throat> Once again, and that's fine. I'm gonna take I'm gonna have another story for you. The Lions were starting off six and two in two thousand seven. They were six and two, Bo. They looked good. And they had a national T V game. I wanna say against the Denver Broncos to go six and two. It was in the four o'clock window. Big Sean Rogers. Shout out to your boys Big in H Town, right? Big Sean Rodgers had like a, a fumble return or interception return. Like, he's like a defensive tackle. Like, big, you know, big dude. Does like a flip into the end zone. Forward field, loses his collective mind. They went like 45 to 6 or something. For those unaware, after going 6-2, and two, the Lions won one game out of their next 24 contests. They won one more game the rest of that year. Then they went 0-16 the next year. Yeah. Oh, here it goes. I, I, I see your lips forming, but, but,
0: but. No, I'm not going to say but, right? What I'm saying is, in the event that that happened, I just jumped ship. They missed one paycheck, and I'm out of here. I'm out of here. Ain't no romance without finance in here. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's that's where it goes. But I mean, I just I just want to add a little. They want a game where they beat
1: Kirk Cousins. Bo have that's higher fair.
0: standards. I know. I've I, but I I went through this. You heard me go through this. Their record is better than it looks like it is. They have a positive point differential. They are going to the playoffs. I feel very good about saying that. And Dan Campbell and the brus. By the way, you think Dan Campbell ever thought about pledging Omega?
1: If he were to ever pledge anything, he would be a Q, right? It would work. He could be the UPS boys too.
0: It would work. Yeah. No. 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 He too. He too crunk to go over there messing with Iota. That man need a whole team, not just a homeboy. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like. But I could definitely see him. And I mean, I bet he asked about it. Hey, the only hey, problem guys, is,
1: what's that? I, I like, I like these steps y'all are doing. Yeah. Uh,
0: no, nah, he like this barking. He's like, yo, them camouflage pants is dope. The problem with Dan Campbell as an Omega is not Dan Campbell pledging Omega is what happens when Dan Campbell becomes your dean of pledges. That would be a terrifying scenario. Like you taking wood from Dan Campbell does not sound like the business. dude.
1: Yeah. I heard some crazy woods, especially at my school. Where, you know, I didn't go. Yeah. I went to Eastern Michigan. Them dudes is crazy.
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying he got all them, He got all them dudes on the staff or whatever it is. You know, maybe. but none of
1: them dudes strike me as cues
0: though. Uh, Deuce Staley absolutely strikes me as yes,
1: Q. Deuce St- Yes, and Deuce Staley, Staley is the cueest of the Q. Yeah. Like Aaron Glenn, not so much. That's an alpha. He he's one of those distinguished brothers
0: yeah i see maybe that i see him more sigma where it could go a bunch of different directions right he just liked the dudes he hang out with that's (laughs) like 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 that's that's how that goes let me uh tell you something interesting that happened the other day before we get to some basketball um i forget whose wiki page i was on it was some white man and they listed his fraternity there and i clicked on the fraternity because i just like to like you never know who in, the, in them racist frats. You know what I'm saying? You right, right, right. Let me tell you, by the way, you go click them pages on them racist frats. And what I mean by them racist frats is, A, frats that are like absolutely steeped in the Confederate nostalgia, and B, keep getting caught up for doing racist things. Mm-hmm. Like, like I'm, I'm talking about, so I feel confident on that, right? So I just check. You never know, okay? Like, for example, you go to the Sigma Alpha Epsilon page, you'll be surprised by some of the people that are down with that one that's them the ones that got in trouble at Oklahoma uh you're gonna see one coach on that list as you pull it up right now that is going to stun you it's not going to make any sense like nothing you know about him it doesn't add up well some of it that you come up with later but you know what I mean but anyway um I forget which fraternity it was but it was definitely a white fraternity and I clicked on their membership page and Jalen Ramsey was on it what yeah and I thought okay maybe this is a mistake like, there was a time when, uh, Zach Galaf how you say that? I
1: know what you're saying, and I'm not even going to butcher it.
0: Yeah, Zach G. Galifianakis. Galifianakis. There we go, Dan. Thank you. Anyway, somehow it was put on his wiki page that he was a member of Kappa Alpha Psi. But, 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 I'm pretty sure that they actually meant Kappa Alpha. Which is uh one of them frats I was just talking about. Oh. So I thought maybe that was the case for Jalen Ramsey, right? That maybe it was maybe he, I think I think this frat also had Kappa in it. And I was like, well, maybe he's like actually like like a kappa and they just got it wrong. Then I went to the frat's wiki page and no, sir. Um he oh. actually is a member of um a white dude two-letter fraternity and I am more confused than I could possibly make you understand.
1: I have just found the the uh, the person that you are talking about.
0: Yes, Pacific Northwest. Yes, didn't see that coming, did you?
1: Not at all. <laughs> if we're talking about the same dude,
0: yeah. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. Ain't that there something?
1: And then when you add it up, you're like, oh, okay, it makes a little bit of sense.
0: <laughs>
1: is this a play the music moment real quick? Thank you for your patience. A representative from the right time will be with you shortly. Your current hold time is... Fifteen seconds.
0: Yeah, a couple of those were awkward. Very much so. Spring is the best time to add new challenges to your training. Just in time for summer and warmer days. I've been in the gym a little bit trying to get my fitness in check so I can break these skinny allegations I keep getting. And spring is the best time of the year to take a new look at your fitness routine, dial it up a notch, and continue powering on. Peloton has everything you need to get you where you're going. Whether you prefer to run outdoors, row, or ride at home, or strength train at the gym, Peloton has something for you. Peloton's varying class lengths were designed with your training plan in mind. Personalize your workout.
1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC.
0: Moving on to the NBA. I talked the other day about um, how we got crazy parody in the league. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if people like recognize that the regular season does actually matter. And even with parody, you and I both know that once you get to this point in the calendar, like, what you are is kind of what you are. Mm-hmm. Like, like as you start getting to Christmas, especially now that they start the season in the middle of October, like, once you start getting to this place, ain't going to be a whole lot of people that are like three seeds and miss the playoffs. Ain't really going to be a whole lot of teams that are like five seeds and miss the playoffs, which in this season would mean the Sacramento Kings heading to the playoffs. Shocking. 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 So I'm trying to figure out who is and is not for real. Okay. 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 Now, I want to run through this. And <clears> by <throat> the way, for real, like that question also could mean not for real. Right? Mm-hmm. It's the, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's, it's kind of the same question because different because some of these are going to get weird. Right? So I think we could definitely say on the for real Boston, Milwaukee, New Orleans. Yes. Memphis yes and I think I go with the Suns
1: you on your own on that one
0: I think maybe I don't know what to make of like I would never say the Nuggets are not for real but the Nuggets have felt as much as you know I love them but Mm -hmm. it's felt like there's a ceiling on them and I don't know if the things that made me feel like they had a ceiling have ever changed so Mm -hmm. I get them being in the like shaky space are you putting Cleveland in the full real
1: yes I am putting Cleveland in the full real one because you got two bigs at the rim and you've got a dude that can close games. And here's the other part, Bo. I don't know what you thought about Donovan Mitchell before this year. I thought he was a really, really good scorer that might have depended too much on having the big dude behind him. Mm-hmm. He's turned into leader guy and effort guy at the same time. And if you're that at six foot one and you're the guy handling the ball, I'm a believer in you. And I'm a believer in Evan Mobley, who I think is going to be Tim Duncan.
0: Yeah, that's your guy. Like, <laughs> Love Evan Mobley. That's your Moby. guy. And they still got what Garland is. You know, they got, we didn't mention the other all-star like <laughs> that they have on the team. So, yeah, you're there. They're young. Um, another point, by the way, related to that. I don't think you and I have talked about this. You remember when Adam Silver was like, hey, man, y'all better hire some black coaches. And teams hired all those black coaches. It's worked out pretty well, huh?
1: Uh, yeah. Sh- shocking, right? JB Bickerstaff making it happen, right?
0: And he, hey, let's throw Joe Missoula in here too, right? Because he made say, the run did- with that. How, is he is he an all star? Is he one of those? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. He's a, I, I didn't he, know all stars. Nah, well, he's a, I didn't know reading off the piece of paper, right? But yeah, no, nah, he is definitely. You um, didn't know the, if he was the Joe or the Missoula? Yeah, if Giancarlo Esposito owned a pizza place in Brooklyn, in Best Eye, Joe Missoula would be on the wall right next to Mike Tarico. Um, but JB staff, um now he wasn't in that wave, but they went and put Jacques Vaughn on, mm-hmm. right? Remember that one? uh i don't know what to make of the hawks and what is and isn't on nate mcmillan but i saw what nate mcmillan did in that playoff run that year okay um who else got in Willie on green that Willie, that's what i was about to say Willie green's a big one right they doing got the work. best record in the west
1: doing work
0: uh monty williams who cares to see how long that lasts but he has done well
1: well how can he be the most likable coach of the most unlikable team
0: in the nba yeah but I was talking to people about this I think Monty Williams is really likable to us mm. I'm not sure how likable he is every day especially when he and Chris Paul are like that you know what I mean like like that could that could be a thing but he you know we had that Mike Brown who I don't know why everybody just feels the need to talk about to do like he's the worst coach in the world when he's missed the playoffs all of once one time.
1: He got a team whose second best player might have been either Eric Snow, Sejunis Elgoskis, or Drew Gooden to the NBA Finals.
0: Yeah. And, I mean, granted, a lot of that was LeBron James. We're not going to pretend like a lot of it wasn't LeBron James, but they also played, like, locked down deep.
1: Mm -hmm. deep. And that was Mike Brown.
0: Yeah. And I will also say, too, that year they fired him with the Lakers. What got better? That's a great point. Nothing. Nothing got better. They had D'Antoni in there, and they barely got into the playoffs, and they were blaming that on Mike Brown. Like, that's all I'm saying. Sacramento, and I I would also operate on the assumption that Mike learned some things with the Warriors in particular, right? For sure, he did. He's not an offense guy, and you got to get somebody else to run the offense, and that's what they did with him in Cleveland. But I just think that Mm -hmm. I think he has gotten a bad rap. But still on this list, Chauncey Billups. Yep. Um, Who I spent
1: some some time with a couple weeks ago get figuring things out
0: right chauncey billups ty lou is an interesting example of that because he has such a resume but still there was though when they seen when they were like hey look around hey we ain't got no black coaches teams went and hired these dudes and they doing good jobs right they like doing- i say jacques vaughn got back to life with the nets and i believe that is where we should start are they for real
1: i was literally thinking that because i knew you were going to go there we don't talk about the nets unless they doing something crazy it's
0: so, <laughs> we're so unfair
1: they don't. We don't think about the last for the last year has been Kyrie with the vaccine, James Harden acting a fool, Steve Nash not knowing what he's doing, Kyrie with the, you know, black Hebrews and Jewish, all that sort of stuff. Right. And next thing you know, you forget that Kevin Durant might still be the best player on Earth or is at least in the tier one conversation with Giannis and Steph Curry, and maybe if there's anybody else you want to put in that category.
0: Jokic is still in the discussion, no matter what anybody wants to say.
1: Hmm. I have no argument against him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think the best player in the NBA is Giannis. I think Embiid is also in that discussion. Um...
1: Availability with Embiid.
0: Yeah, that's fine. I can live. I don't need you to be. I I don't need you to I play, play all, all, yeah. these, all these regular yeah. games. <laughs> you know that's what I'm saying? I guess it, like while I'm arguing the regular season matters, um, but I still think like he's up there. But you're right, Durant. I mean, he can't be an impactful defender, and that's my issue with where we have here. But he'll be able to score until the day he dies.
1: Well, and his the only thing that gives him pause because they've won like eight of nine or or some some ridiculous like that home schedule, and they've beaten nobody. Yeah. But there's going to be stretches throughout the course of a season, over 82 games, where you're going to have a home stretch and you're going to play nobody. But we haven't heard anything about them. Their defense has gotten better. They look like they have a plan on what they're doing. Maybe Steve Nash was the problem. Yeah,
0: yeah. at the very least, he was a problem. Like, I did not think that he was as much of a problem as it appears that he was, but he seems to be a problem and it sounds like Jacques can get through to these cats differently. Than Nash could,
1: or Jacques ain't putting up with this gobbledygook.
0: Yeah, well, that's an interesting question because Jacques Vaughn's rep from Kansas, right? Good luck explaining to the kids that Jacques Vaughn was like damn near National Player of the Year, a big uh, thing. Yeah, he was. He was very famous uh, when he was in college. uh I also love the fact that when he was on the Spurs, Jacques Vaughn was from California and Tony Parker was from France. That was always a very interesting uh, little thing that they had going there. Um, But I don't even remember what I was going to say. It don't matter. I can't tell, though.
1: Jock and a a gobbledygook.
0: Oh, yeah, but he's the nicest guy in the world. You know what I mean? Like, I'm very curious how he decides that it ain't going to be no gobbledygook.
1: Yeah, especially when you look like Black Santa at this stage in your life. Can you imagine... How a, a black man like Jacques Vaughn, who then went through the coaching ranks, hears Kyrie say, "Hey, coach, guess who's coaching today? Who, Kyrie? <laughs> me."
0: <laughs> yeah, but you know what though, Style. Kyrie. Kyrie strike me as the sort of dude that like a really big old beard means like yo, I gotta listen to that man. You know what I'm saying? I think Kyrie out here listen to a bunch of freeways. You know, like like his inner circle of influences is either freeways or dudes with no facial hair at all. Like, like that's that that's that's who that's who he's going but i can't i can't tell with them i'm gonna move on quickly the philadelphia 76ers what what are they
1: a team i don't believe in cuz your second best player doesn't realize he's no longer your second best player that's the problem
0: and and my i make the argument that you can't win if your third best player is tyrese maxey Too small, that's, man. That's, that's your second best player, though. I am just say, but that's, that's a problem for them. Like, your, your players are your big man and a little guard. And a big man, as you say, that comes with some availability issues. That's not, I don't feel like that's a solution to winning. But I was talking to somebody about this who says, the thing about James Harden is, James Harden is not necessarily like, I want to play this one way and nothing else. But he can't do anything else. Like, no matter what happens, no matter what we hear before the season, anything else, James Harden's at the top of the key dribbling the ball between his legs. That's if that's the Glenn Robinson line. They knew who I was when they signed me. <laughs> Look,
1: he's I think it's less about him per se and more the construction of the roster. Like I was looking at his free throw numbers. Couple years ago, I think the pandemic year before the pandemic, he was getting to the line twelve times a game. Bo, he's getting there half that amount now. So not only not only is he not drawing the contact, the refs aren't buying the contact. So he's just standing out there doing step back after step back, and that ain't what Philadelphia needs. They need someone to actually put pressure on the defense, and <clears throat> shall we say, everybody has a clock. That clock been start ticking on James Harden. And unfortunately for him, they don't have an alternative. Like Tyrese Maxey is really, really good. But in this Eastern Conference where the two best teams in the NBA are the two best teams in your conference, you might not even make it out the first round again this year.
0: And look, man, nothing says decline like I can't get to the free throw line anymore. Um, I didn't plan to talk about these guys for very long, so I'm going to just throw this out here. LeBron James is playing 36 minutes a game, which is incredible at his age okay he's getting to the free throw line 4.8 attempts per game um the peak of lebron is 10.2 last year it was like the last three years have been in the neighborhood of six once once people don't have to foul you oh oh baby we got a problem We we got a real problem here. I think Russell Westbrook is another guy that you can look at and go look at how those free throw attempt numbers have declined over the years.
1: Well, here's the other part. Neither one of those guys are like really good free throw shooters anyway. I want to say they're both probably around that 67 range. They do the calculus on that. They're like, look, what's the better play? If you're LeBron, what's the better play? Me taking this 23-footer or me going down the lane, getting fouled and having to go to the line? I don't think they I don't think he wants that.
0: No, nah. no. It's I mean, and he's free throws have always been in his head. Like that is another part of it is that Did they, you see
1: the game. Did you see that topsy turvy game last night? Or did you fall asleep?
0: Oh, I definitely did not watch the end of
1: that 20 point 20 point lead 20 point deficit goes to 13 point lead goes to overtime in three minutes and who missed free throws in the final two Then the final possession. Anthony Davis. Missed two free throws, Bo, and then Jason Tatum dotted LeBron's eye before the game went into overtime. They went; The Lakers were up 13. They were pressuring. They were doing all the things that the Lakers do well, and then the batteries
0: ran out. Yo, because I was looking at the score, and the Celtics were beating them by like 15 at the half. I was like, okay, I ain't even really going like, to go see what's up with that.
1: The the Celtics it literally showed the entire flaws and I and I didn't know how much you wanted to get into this. The Celtics showed their entire flaws where I was like Joe Mazzulla, your team is self destructing. Call a timeout, get some dudes in there. It was all the things that we saw in the finals last year where it was bad shots or no shots, and then you know what happened? Both the most miraculous shit in the world. They figured it out on their own, like they literally. In the moment of going down 13, Jalen Brown turned the ball over, Tatum turned the ball over, Lakers getting out on the break, Staples Center rocking. I don't remember there being a significant timeout called. They just got into their sets, and they just started making shots again. It was almost like a team that was taught how to play, figuring out, okay, y'all, Let's actually play. And they figured it out. And that makes them really scary.
0: Yeah, like if I'm I'm Missoula, I spend the regular season letting dudes figure it out. Because, it, see, the timeout thing is interesting compared to college, where I spend a lot of times around Roy Williams basketball, right? Which is like Dean mm-hmm. Smith basketball, which is mm-hmm. don't call the timeout. Which I also believe is John Wooden basketball. Don't mm-hmm. call the timeout. These things happen. They go up and down. You'll come back around. But the thing is, in college, you can hold all your timeouts. In the NBA, once you start getting to the end of the game, they st- if you got too many, they start reducing them. them. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's not a value in having that stack of timeout. So I tend to be more in line with call to timeout in the NBA. But I do think with a team like that, no, nah, you got to look at them and be like, yo, what y'all going to do? You know? So – let me, let, well, let me,
1: my question is, is the regular season more about the players figuring it out or how much does Joe Missoula have to figure it out considering he was elevated from the back of
0: the bench? Well, if I'm Joe Missoula, we all going to figure this out together, baby. Y'all figure that out out there. I'm going to figure this out when we get back to the crib. I'm going to go to the West because I don't have to do this with everybody. I'm going to ask about the New Orleans Pelicans being real. And I mean real like top of the conference real because I'm going with a yes.
1: I'm with you. They're a top 10 defense, a top 10 offense, and they have a singular unstoppable force. You can't stop Zion from getting to the bucket. Bo, this man is his own screen and roll.
0: Yeah, my bad to everybody who heard me say it the other day. Vinny said it first. I meant to give him props on that.
1: (laughs) This man just, look, he get that shoulder. And now you know what I saw him do the other day, Bo? He went from the left wing to the middle using his right hand and then dunked on somebody. Was that Walker Kessler? That he yes. did it too.
0: Yes. The, what made it so bad on when he did that to Walker Kessler is you know that look. Like when he got the ball on the perimeter, it was, oh, he's food. I see food. It's time to eat because the food is ready. He had that cocky little, 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 little hop tool. And then Walker Kessler was like, oh, help, 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 help. Help never came.
1: Look, look, you looking over. Man, why ain't you, hey, why ain't you come over here? Man, you see what's over there.
0: Yeah, yeah, I ain't coming late on Zion. Because here's what you're not going to do. Block that dunk.
1: You know what you want? You know what happens when someone comes late? You turn into Brandon Knight.
0: Yeah, yeah, try to prove something. Try to prove something. God, but not forgotten. You'll never be forgotten, Brandon Knight. We will remember you forever but no they they've got that i think they got a good composition And by the way what they're doing right now like i know they got smoked by the jazz on tuesday mm-hmm. night but brandon ingram isn't playing and he's i hear people he,
1: he's been battling injuries more than zion has this year
0: yeah and i hear people make the argument that uh you know brandon ingram he's bristling at the idea of playing behind zion i'm like ah maybe i don't really see that Right? I think their games can easily work together. Easily work together.
1: Cuz they don't they don't occupy the same space on the floor. No. And Zion doesn't need the entire this ain't Giannis and Jabari Parker, you know what I mean? Right. Like one person needs the whole floor the other person doesn't. This ain't that. Like they both operate uh, look, both they are built to play in the playoffs. Yeah. They are built for playoff basketball. Look, you've got wing defenders You've got a big dude at the rim that you at least have to think about, and his name ain't Zion. We're talking about Big Jonas, right? Mm-hmm. You've got a guard that can at least attempt to control tempo, and you've got two dudes that can get their own shots outside of the framework of the offense. You know what that says to me? Western finals.
0: Well, and they got one hell of a wing defender in the homie Herb.
1: Herbert jo- Herbert Jones.
0: Herb. Like I say, Herb. Not to be confused with A-Herb. Herb will lock you down. Like, and it was wild because that roster looked so jumbled two years ago. Mm-hmm. Understand. And I don't know how much of this is because Stan isn't the coach now. Like, I mean, I think Stan is a really good coach. I don't know how much of what they were two years ago fell on him because it wasn't like they were like great rolling through last year. And then it just seemed like they all figured it out. And then they added Zion.
1: And here's the other part of it that I give Zion a lot of credit for. He saw what was happening, and he didn't come in and, like, try to completely change the program. He just assimilated himself. And all the things that you've heard about him before then from all those people down there, this kid just wants to be part of something. He didn't. Yeah. He doesn't want to, you know, stand out in that way. So, Bo, I have no problem with Zion doing a 360 against the Guardians of the game.
0: Yo, they weren't even mad about that. Alvarado and Chris Paul. Like, that's the... Alvarado's like, yo, the difference between me and you is I'll fight.
1: Though, he caught that dude avocado or something last
0: year, didn't he? Uh, yeah. No, no, it's, it's That's
1: so disrespectful.
0: Dude, Chris Paul... We kind of all want to like Chris Paul, right? Why wouldn't we? He seems to be a very good, a good dude. Does good things for people. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but he makes it impossible.
1: You know what's funny? They I don't think they've won a game since uh, he wound up on that Twitter screen.
0: I forgot about that.
1: Wow! And he's and he and the thing is, when you have Chris Paul on your team, your team is being run by Chris Paul, which means you have a ceiling. And now that Chris Paul is, I believe, 37 years old, he'll be 38 by playoff time. How good you going to be?
0: Dude, and I'm telling you, they had chemistry problems last year. There's no telling how this will go. I mean, I thought they were going to walk through the West (laughs) last year. Walk. You did. I mean, I've I've heard of it. And look, it wasn't an unreasonable presumption. They made the finals the year before. They were absolutely the best team in the West in the regular season last year and i mean they weren't that far from beating dallas and going to the conference finals but that game seven was
1: i was there for that Ooh. i was there for that that was the most stunning unexpected call like it happened in the first minute and teams don't come back from that yeah teams don't come back from that
0: everything well, they... that happened there well, if they're going to come back, they're not going to be 16 and 12 to start the year, right? And I, who knows what the the DeAndre Ayton situation is after the way that it ended last year. They say they all good. Who's to say uh, Jay Crowder at the Casa because he don't want to mm-hmm. play there no more, but mm-hmm. they can't find nobody that wants them bad enough to give them whatever the hell it is they want. Like watching where they go for the rest of the year, is going to be interesting. Now, Portland, I'm leaning toward not real, but you tell me because I ain't going to pretend like I've been staying up late watching that.
1: I think Jeremy Grant makes them more real than they've been before because they've never had a wing third option who could defend, hit the three and get his own. Look, here's the thing about all these West teams, though. All these teams are one move away. All of them are one move away from saying, you know what, we can get into that golden state. Second round game six conversation. That's all you're trying to get to is game six. If you get to game six in the second round, facing elimination or up, you feel pretty good about your season, and then you roll the dice from there. Portland's won't move away, right? Okay, here, here's one I have for you: the Golden State Warriors.
0: I was just about to say, I can't make sense of the fact that they're twelve and two at home and two and twelve on the road. Like, there, the team is young in many places, but it's still Steph Curry, still Draymond. Is still, uh, Clay Thompson, right? You still, you got. This is a. They won the championship last year. I cannot believe that that team is so bad on the road. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever.
1: Well, they've punted games on the road too. Remember that they've punted games on the road to the rest, Steph and Clay and Dre. They punted two games in New Orleans, which I thought was really, really insulting. Right. Right. So you punt games. Where do you sit on James Wiseman? Is, is, is probably the question for this team.
0: Because yeah. I
1: was in Wiseman, I was in a Wiseman camp. It's getting tough.
0: It's getting tough.
1: I don't know what to sit on him.
0: It's, it's, it's getting hard. I don't, and
1: and here's the thing: Where do you go? Like, is this is this is this franchise fatigue? Like, I'm not gonna say that. You know, teams that take that China those overseas trips, you know, in in the preseason. It does take something out of them going into the regular season. Then you add Draymond going Mike Tyson punch out, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're the champions. And then you got these young dudes that want to get their own. Like, what do you tell these young dudes, Bo? Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice for the greater good of the team because we're going to win a championship. Then you win a championship.
0: Right. Okay, right. what am Did I sacrificing that. for or not? Oh, so y'all can get another one? <laughs> that's what so, that's what I'm so
1: y'all can get another yeah, one
0: yeah so your greedy old asses can get one more one more out the door oh okay i hear you uh i want to run two teams by as we get toward the the end one minnesota and minnesota right now is one game under 500 um the thing about minnesota for me in this a rudy gobert has not made them like the defensive stalwart that we thought they would be but this is my question and would, would be terrifying if i ran the timberwolves are you sure that Carl Towns coming back is going to make them better?
1: Is it time We can't have a conversation about Carl Towns on Wax, can we? Because I just don't know what to do with him. Good numbers, dude, but I don't know if you're winning with him. I wish for so many good things to happen to the Ant-Man, but it ain't going to happen in Minnesota.
0: And also, the thing with Rudy Gobert being traded there that is interesting, Rudy Gobert is probably going to the Hall of Fame. Yes, Rudy Gobert was the best player on a team that had the best record in the league, and was largely there treated like the franchise player, not entirely, but largely. Mm-hmm. I don't get to the fill in these dudes he play with view him in that way. Like I don't think the dudes in the league are like, oh damn, like. I imagine that with some of the like defensive stalwart types in the past, like Bill Russell is an extreme example, right? But it's like, oh man, we don't have to deal with Bill Russell in the middle. I don't feel like people feel that way about Rudy. And I don't feel like the dudes on his team feel that way about him.
1: And this is two teams now. We thought it was just the different dynamics in Utah Maybe it ain't, because if you look at what Donovan Mitchell was doing, them dudes like him, and they playing with him and for him. You ever get the sense that anybody is playing for Rudy Gobert defensively? Hey, let me, even though this guy's making life easier for us, let's make life easy for him.
0: Well, and I, I think they had more respect for Rudy in Utah, just in large part because he'd been there. Like, right. what he's not is the dude that shows up and is like, yo, new sheriff in town, and his name is Rudy Gobert. You know what I mean? Like, he's not that guy. But he has a resume in line with being that guy. So what they really have right now is no guy. We all think that Anthony Edwards should become the guy. Yes. I don't know if Carl Towns is part of that we. And then we add Rudy Gobert. And did you know, this is, I'm just looking at this right now. By the way, the Timberwolves are 20th in defensive rating, which is bananas for a team that has Rudy Gobert. Um, They're second in the league in pace. Really? With Rudy Gobert. What the hell are they doing?
1: They're like the island of misfit toys over there. I'm
0: so confused. What are they doing?
1: They don't know who they are. And I I wasn't sure if Chris Finch was a good coach or not. I just thought that putting him with Rudy Gobert or giving Rudy Gobert to him would make things a little bit easier. And I thought Rudy Gobert, whether he had equity there or not, was going to figure some stuff out. Usually when a guy gets traded, you go through some self-reflection and you say, you know what? I'm going to do some things better and I'm going to ingratiate myself to my teammates and all this other type of stuff. It don't seem like that's worked at all over there.
0: Well, this is my thing, too. I don't know if Chris Finch is a good coach, but I know he's going to get fired after this season. <laughs> if, they, if they are at play-in or don't make the playoffs level and this is, executive did not hire him, he's going to get fired.
1: Yeah, good
0: point. Yeah, like I'm not saying he should. I don't yeah, watch him enough is, to say what that. it is. It's just yeah, what it but, is. Yeah, but he's going to get fired. Now the last one are the Miami Heat. Actually, not for real.
1: You know, I'm a member of Eric's Bolster High. I think he's one of the three best coaches in the league. They're missing something, and I don't know what that is, but they're missing something.
0: Um, I think that something might be playing for the Sixers. Ooh. How much? Is, how much did PJ matter?
1: Oh, I thought you meant some, I thought you meant something else. Playing for the Sixers,
0: I'll have to think about that one. Actually, just I mean why not? Yeah, Ah, uh, oh, okay, I got you. We there, we there. But yeah, I'm like Pete, but I'm talking about PJ. Like, is 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 like? I don't know if PJ's a. I mean, it don't look like the Heat. The Heat might not necessarily make the play in. Forget about the playoffs. Right now, they're at the ten slot. Although no, they are going to make the play-in because there is a clear line of demarcation in the East between ten and eleven. Ten is the Heat, eleven is the Bulls. I don't care if their records are that close. Ten is the Heat, eleven is the Bulls. Then is the Wizards, the Magic, the Hornets, and the Pistons.
1: Air, uh, Air France, or what, what was the name? What was your, what was the name for, uh, for my man Victor, who I Big saw parlay. over the weekend? Big Parlay. Oh, that Bo. He gets from free throw line to free throw line in like two steps. <laughs> and I don't know what you get out of watching those type of games. But one thing I do get is how quick does this guy move from end to end? And let me tell you, he's going to do work here.
0: And <laughs> it's wild because I looked up his Euro basket numbers. They're actually not very impressive and nobody cares.
1: I saw the man play. He had a bad game before to like 15 points. And they were like, we're going to see how Big Victor comes back. I was like, oh, in the NBA app doing like some broadcasting for them. When I say this man did not, this man did a dream shake from eighteen feet ball, the most fluid dream shake from eighteen feet by a man who wears a probably a size twenty six I've ever seen in my life. Oh wow! He's going to do work. Oh wow! I would oh. give up my life and all its riches to draft Big Vu.
0: Yeah, this is wow this is such a weird year in the league by the way random factoid as we wrap this up there are five teams in the nba with winning records on the road boston all like literally five i'm looking at it right now boston milwaukee Milwaukee, uh the knicks the The Nuggets. we
1: didn't discuss in the real or not
0: real yeah i just didn't want to do that the nuggets and the clippers uh the knicks Look, man, they're competitive.
1: I'll tell you a team that I don't believe in, even though I probably should, Clippers.
0: I, did, I have no idea what they're going to be in two months, because I have no idea what Kawhi Leonard is going to be at that point.
1: He just doesn't look like he's an athlete anymore. No. And if you're not an athlete anymore, and you're that type of player, I don't see how you can do big time winning.
0: Well... The tricky thing with him is the package did not simply involve him being a good defensive player. It involved him being one of the greatest defensive players of all time. And so if he drops off to simply being a pretty good defensive player, then what are we talking about?
1: Or oh, for me, it's not even just that. It's your availability. You're making a dude say, not Kawhi himself, but you're making one of those supporting dudes say, okay, when Kawhi is here, I'm taking seven shots. When he's not here, I'm taking 15. Like if you're John Wall, when Kawhi ain't there, you toting that. You going end to end, you creating. When Kawhi's there, you are a spot-up shooter. Yeah. You got to play like two different teams. I don't see how you – as great of a coach as I think Ty is, I don't know how you win that way. That's a tough place to be.
0: But the other thing is we know that Ty Lue spends the regular season messing around. And, yes. and therefore, we have no idea what any of this is going to be when he gets there. But, hey, man, that is Vinny Goodwill. Check him out on Yahoo Sports. Check out The Good Word. New podcast coming. Not too long. Be ready for that. Uh, Detroit Lions fan, Vinny Goodwill, I appreciate you, man.
1: Except that last part.
0: I mean, I'm looking at the color on that hoodie, and it strikes me as being Honolulu blue. It's
1: a Penny Hardaway Nike hoodie. It's not a Lions hoodie.
0: I mean people do that sometimes you know what i'm saying you try to do two things at once okay
1: if i knew we was going to be talking lions i'd have put on something else like black
0: (laughs) i hear you but hey ladies and gentlemen thanks so much for joining us here on the right time thanks for watching us on youtube rate us review us give us five stars you only give us four stars i'm inclined to believe you are a hater and we'll talk to you guys in a couple of days take it easy